0: I can't go on. Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 16th of February, 2011. And I always get this part over at the very beginning of the show, and that gives you a break during the rest of the show to listen to what I'm talking about. But I advise you to go into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com website and help yourself to the audios that are provided for your charge. There's hundreds of them to choose from, and you can take your time for sure and take your pick of the ones that you think are more relevant to the area you're investigating. But as I say, I try and give you shortcuts to understanding this big system in which you live. You're born into it. It's a pre-existing system and your schooling and everything is, is meant to reinforce the idea that we're just stumbling along in time or bumbling, you know, like a drunken man down through time dealing with problems as they arise. Nothing is further from the truth because we're in a planned society and we have been for an awful long time. And the media and your entertainment too work hand in, in hand to make sure that uh, all of your initial indoctrination is reinforced all throughout your life, so you never really catch on what's, to what's going on. And uh, remember, too, when you're in there, uh, you can help to Nate and keep me going, hopefully, uh, for a little bit longer, because I don't uh, take on advertisers uh, as guests, etc. They add you here on this show are paid by advertisers directly to RBN to put out this, this show. It pays for the airtime it pays for the staffed equipment and their bills so you can help me with mine by buying the books and discs I have for sale at like cutting through the com and uh, donate as well from the US to Canada you can you can use a personal check uh, you can use an um, international postal money order in the US to Canada you can also use cash to send cash and PayPal as well to order just use the donation button and follow it with an email with your name and order and what you want and i'll get it out to you across the rest of the world you have western union which is kind of steep at times i think for their direct wire transfers you also have moneygram which can do the same but they give you the option of a check which they write out for you and you post it across it takes seven days it's a lot cheaper some people send cash and you can also use PayPal, again, to order, just using the donation button, followed by an email with a name, address, and order, and I can get whatever is out to you. Uh, as I say, we're living in a, a fantasia, really, of incredible control, and it's control of the mind. There's nothing more important than controlling the mind to control populations, and it's far easier, actually, to... Use psychology and behaviorism to go for the mass person rather than the individual because the individual tends to conform to what the rest are doing. Uh, that's peer pressure, of course. And we're in a time, in, in an era, where from school onwards children are taught really that the group is all that matters. It's all group consensus on all the questionnaires, etc. cetera. Do the group agree? Whoever doesn't agree is kind of ostracized. He's ridiculed by the rest and put to the side until he conforms. And they're taught that from a very early age to go along with this same kind of behavior. And that's what we have today. It's amazing uh, what people will do, uh, even denying their own senses, their own memory, their own perceptions uh, to go along with the group. That's how all political parties work as well. Uh, the group uh, is set up for different types. As I say, whatever you, mindset you are, there's a group out there for you. It's already made up for you. It's like shopping uh, in a shopping mall. You can go and, and, and out and select the kind of suit you want to wear, and there's a whole variety to wear for your personality type. Same with politics and so on. And uh, the, 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 the group you join will say all the, the correct buzzwords and triggers that get you going, and you're truly one of them, as long as you go along with everything else from then on. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, we're back cutting through the matrix and talking about the mind basically and perception and how mind control is alive and well and the proof is all around you. In fact, most folk truly, as you well know, I'm sure those who've tried to preach to the unconverted have found out that blank stare comes across their eyes, that glaze, and they start getting fidgety and they they look from side to side because you're talking about something that the mainstream isn't talking about generally. Or at least the mainstream isn't telling them what to worry about. You see, they're they're taught what to worry about by the mainstream media. And if the mainstream media doesn't tell them to worry about it, then they don't. They truly are. They believe that some benefactor above them in in their their favourite television station is looking after them. They've been trained to believe that from childhood that the special people take care of them. That's a socialised society. That is socialism. It's the the perfect socialist society, and uh, that's uh, uh, how the, the top tyrants in the world's history and socialism wanted the public to be. Train them to believe that specialists and experts are taking care of all the big problems, so all you have to do at the bottom is work, pay taxes, and play yourselves, and that's what's happening today. It's all around you. Brzezinski said the same thing. In his book, uh, he he talked about uh, the public giving over their ability to reason to the media. They'll expect the media to do their reasoning for them. And it never occurs to them that the media is allowed to lie all the time. I've mentioned the article before. I even put it up, I think, the link a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, in, in fact, of a, a group within Fox News that was given a, a group of reporters that was given a contract to do investigative reporting. And they looked into, I think it was Monsanto or something, they were told to back off by their bosses. And, um, mm. uh, and eventually their show was pooled, so they tried to sue the company, the television company, all the way to Supreme Court, and they were told there that the news, there's nothing in the law that says that news must tell you the truth. It's, it's news, right? It's data. It's just data, and they give you lots of relevant data and misleading data and a lot of predictive programming in their data as well because you're always being upgraded like a computer into the next stage of what you're supposed to expect and how you're supposed to behave. Now, I've talked about conformity this last few nights as well, touched on it. Just didn't scratch the surface because it's much, much deeper. And even the studies that I'm giving out are the ones that are given out to the public. And the, the studies that are d- done on a much higher level are not available to the public because they're used for military purposes. And believe it or not, you know, the military does use uh, or do it actually does use a, a, a lot of techniques uh, on you and the whole society and population. That's what departments of propaganda are, are for as well. So. It's interesting to me to to see even the lowest form of explanation given out to the public at all, in fact, uh, because of the Internet. As I say, the Internet itself is a, a tool given out by the military-industrial complex. We were using it years and years before we heard the term computer. And then I've gone through the, the little group that were chosen from the military, by the way, to go out into the world and bring uh, the computer, the personal computer, and who named the personal computer, the guy was one of them, uh, to the rest of the society because they're trying to get the whole world into this this electronic uh, surveillance system. The computer is absolutely essential for it to happen, and it's also the way to train you uh, and update you daily pretty well. Most folk get their news now from the computer, and the mainstream, of course, are all over the place in the computer, so that's no coincidence either. But we're given little tidbits here and there where much, much bigger things are always happening. We are on the roads to a different kind of society, as I've mentioned many times before. It's a a planned society. It's the whole ultra-modern, more perfected socialist system uh, that Russia uh, didn't achieve itself. Uh, Because, you see, Russia had to depend upon fear, keeping everyone in line. And they certainly did have a lot of the public brainwashed eventually to turn in different people who were politically incorrect. And even the term political correctness and incorrectness comes from this direct translation from the Soviet. We're using it here now. There are topics we can't touch. A child can ask, can ask certain questions. Because asking the questions will get you whisked off to see why you asked that question. There's something wrong with you. And you'll be reconditioned. And when you live in a society when you cannot express a point of view, even if you're crazy, or if you you, you don't believe uh, that someone's got the right to throw their their particular uh, sexual fantasies or fetishes in your face on the street, there's something wrong with that society, because it's their right to do so apparently. And, it's, and, you, and there's no right at all to condemn them for doing it. This has all been discussed at high-level meetings years ago uh, by all the top governments of the world. It's because they're all on, in it together. There's only one agenda. There's not two agendas on it. It's one agenda on the go, but just compartments beneath it, level one, two, three, four, five, and so on. But, yeah, when you cannot think about something uh, or express your thoughts uh, openly, especially if you're asked about something, and, and, and express them honestly – and you you end up um, getting pulled in front of a judge for se- for saying something or asking something or replying to something, then there's something far, far wrong with that society that you're living in. What's happening today, uh, even in society, where it's got to today, even starting back in the old Fabian system, that was just one branch of the same group that gave you the Royal Institute of International Affairs or the Council on Foreign Relations, a specialized branch for its own area, and you look on who was on the board of, of that, the founding fathers, you might say, and mothers as well, because they had the top theosophist lady on it as well. Her job was to start off the whole suffragette movement and create a new group, remember, a new group, uh, and convince them that they were victimized. And they were very successful at that. Then they had to go on to other groups. The same thing as the Frankfurt School decided themselves. They couldn't get the working people to stand up and fight to change the system, to bring in this ultra-socialist system. So they had to create specialized groups. And then they would get the different groups to all turn up at the same rallies or protests that would swell their numbers, you see, when they all participated. And that's still going on today. Same technique. It hasn't changed. It's on the go. strong, and it's very, very well indeed. And most folk are oblivious of it all because there's an end goal there. If you want to understand uh, what's happening even with the destruction of the family, I've gone through that with so many different um, books and read parts of them on the air from the founders of some of these strategies themselves. And we know that Marx was part of it too, and uh, it's skyrocketed from there. The destruction of the family unit which would lead to the destruction of uh, basically uh, at least the old form of the nation state. And that had to be done. And if you look into the legendary Sin City series of put out by the CBC Canada, that's our tax money at work again, uh, and you'll hear these liberals, uh, authors that make their money of rehashing all the sexual stuff that was going on, um, you'll you'll see what happened they tried all this before where we are today was tried and tested in places like Berlin and in Paris and then Shanghai when economies crashed people would prostitute themselves and do incredible things to survive and of course the usual suspects were at the top there running all the culture industry and bringing in young women all over the place to be strippers and participate in massive orgies and massive halls and this was called The Good Life. And you'll hear these, again, these liberal, um, oh, I can't really stand them myself, but uh, the ones that make money off rehashing that wonderful time when art and culture was expressing itself and 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 people were into bisexuality. They're trying everything and they have their own heroes and heroines involved in this particular era. And then they go on weeping as though they'd lost something when all that came to an end. They didn't go into the fact that you could choose out of pregnant women for prostitutes from two months three months on right up the whole ladder because they were starving they didn't talk about all the children that were raped too all the perverts coming into the cities Never mind trying to bring up children amongst all that squalor and how the cocaine and heroin was flooded in too along with the booze and the magazines as usual were saying how wonderful all this was because all the top artists. In the world were coming in And the the authorized authors That were to change your minds on things Were also flooding in To participate in their own particular perversions And it's called a celebration of life Never mind the venereal disease And the massive abortion industry But when you look at the Berlin one as well, it's fantastic because you see, you think everything happens once and that's it done. You think that Kinsey was put out there, for instance, to change the morals by saying, "My God, everybody's doing that. Everybody, everyone's screwing babies," like you know he and his pals were, with with stopwatches. By the way, and I've gone through all that in the past too. Go into cuttingthroughmatrix dot com archive section and listen to the audios and look at the links I give you. You can you can see the the exposes on them. For yourselves. And then you find that Dr. I think it was Hirschfeld in Berlin in the 1920s had his own museum of perversion long before Kinsey. They tried everything they tried in the world elsewhere beforehand in Berlin. And Hirschfeld had, he was operated too to change people from one sex to the other and all that stuff, doing all that stuff way back then. And churning out books like crazy. It's amazing he could churn out all those books between operating on people and, and doing his pedophile thing on little boys. But somehow he managed. Or, as always, is there, a, is there a team behind the one they put out in front? And all that came to an end, of course, when Adolf Hitler came in and they all flooded out very, very quickly and ended up in, a lot of them in New York. And I mean, most of them went to Hollywood to carry on the same stuff in a more watered-down version that would simply get stronger and stronger to the they could put the same kind of stuff out on the stage of America, the American public. And you think you're stumbling down through time, and there's no big hands behind this and big money, big plans. Back with more after this break. cutting through the matrix and we're going through some some past history to show you that there's an agenda and they test things out and then they bring it back in a more perfected manner for the whole populations, especially with television now and the internet and so on. It's all out there for everyone. And, and, and they're into the schools, of course, getting into the children's minds very early to tell them how to be and not to be inhibited about anything and just go along with the flow, you see? And we're watching this play out in society, as they put the the last nails in the coffin are actually in, as far as I'm concerned. They've been in for quite some time, because it's called contamination, and that's what the communists used this term. Uh, They were the first to use it, contamination, when their ideologies and the symptoms would show show up in society uh, of deviancies and so on, being promoted via the media, and, and actually celebrated by the media at times. And it's called contamination under the guise of liberalism. We're all there now. Everyone's been contaminated to some extent for a long time. I also touched on the Brain series to show you. It's quite interesting, too, the BBC series. I mentioned that a week or two ago. And um, it's presented by a lifer. I call them lifers at the BBC. That's a, a job for life. And he, his job, Mr. Moses' life, is to... Uh, be a rah-rah cheerleader for all scientific exploration and to people, the brain, and all the rest of it. Uh, he, I think he started studying psychology. I don't know if he dropped out, but then he went to work. And strangely enough, these careers, these guys like Mr. Mosley, he went off to work as a banker in the city of London, then stopped that and came back to work for the BBC. So he's got a mission there, obviously. And you'll hear him look at some of these experiments. And these are just little clips, by the way, unfortunately, from that series, not the whole series, I think each one was an hour long, but little clips to show you what his, he was into and how he presents things to the public. And he, he loved Pavlov like they all do. Uh, and I've mentioned before how Pavlov uh, experimented not just on dogs by shocking them and, and being cruel and then destroying them, of course, uh, but with passion, of course, no, no passion whatsoever, uh, just clinical interest, like a lizard staring at you. And... Um, and he wanted to be very famous, of course, like they all do. But you'll hear this Mr. Mosley justify after seeing what's oh, terrible, what happened, and some of the experiments. And believe you me, the experiments he's touching on are just the, a few of the more tamer types, believe it or not. But he he he, uh, he says, but it's good for medicals. We 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 achieve so much knowledge from these experiments. Even the ones with depriving monkeys from their mothers, etc., put them in a hole for a year, and then watching to see what kind of neurotic they had created. He thought it was all worth it in the long run. He also himself goes through on the series, the whole series. You'll see him going into an MRI machine in Holland. Uh, where obviously something for the government is at play there from one of the the, the higher services because you don't get an MRI machine to test the occasional person for a psychology, It's awfully expensive. But anyway, he gets tested in there and asks certain questions and so on, and he actually scores within the psychopathic range himself. So he's ideally suited for his job and the BBC. That's Mr. Mosley. So I'll put the clip on, and one of them is Pavlov's children, because I mentioned before that Pavlov actually... Um didn't use simply dogs He also did the same experiments by putting holes in the necks of children to collect their saliva Tying them down, strapping them down And then training them to, to open their mouths When a little bell would ring and out would pop a little biscuit into their mouth uh, A very nice character he was He ranks alongside Mengele and many others And the psychologists just love him for his dedication to his work So I'll put that up and a few other ones, a few other clips from the main series tonight and grab them because they'll probably get pulled pretty quickly, no doubt. So that's what we're living through. As I say, we're living through a a hell, in a sense. It's a planned hell with the the use of psychology and um, very high sciences and also engineering is going on with it to electrical engineering. I've gone through the harp technology, the frequencies, etc., I was listening to them today again on the shortwave, and they're still booming out. They called it the woodpecker uh, sound. I put up the links to the 85 CNN series on, on this technology. You'll hear the harp there and you can actually still hear the exact same thing going on all throughout the day on different bands or different frequencies within the shortwave radio. And that's where they first picked it up in the West, was on shortwave radio. Still going strong, been going strong since 2001, 24 hours around the clock. The very technique that uh, Kissinger uh, Brzezinski was uh, touching on in his book Between Two Ages, when he said that this technology could be used across whole continents, either to make people aggressive or quieten them down, make them placid, and they can actually make you very stupid as well. So they're using this technology today, and I don't need someone to to tell me they're not, because I I, I know what the harp sounds sounds like. I've got the evidence of the old recordings put out by governments, and I've got the identical things showing up on shortwave today. It's the same thing, same thing. I mentioned yesterday too about the Solomon uh, Arch- Ash. His name is E.S.C.H. Uh, studies in Conformity, and uh, it's so interesting to to again, this is very low-level stuff that they they were doing in the 1950s. Because the whole point, it wasn't just to find out how people conform, is they want people to conform, you understand, and so they can update you all at the same time. That's why they give you celebrities and stars to follow, because you see, they found in these experiments, in the ASHES experiments, they found that uh, the one person who didn't know uh, there was a scam going on would go along with the group, maybe four or five, maybe 14 people who were all in, on the scam. He was the only real test subject there and he would conform to the bizarreness of the answers that they went along with. Back with more after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, this is Cutting Through the Matrix, talking about mind control tonight, just a little bit, and touching on it, It's only scraping the surface, you can't do much in an hour, certainly not in any depth, and certainly not in any educational capacity, but all you can do is, is give out stuff that's already out there, of course. What's out to the public is always low level, and generally obsolete, they're way beyond whatever they tell you, even when they expose it on the news. And I mentioned the CNN program, and I put the links up last night too, uh, from 1985 on advanced weaponry. They talked about Tesla technology, stuff that was produced at the beginning of the 20th century, and how that could affect people's minds too. And then it went through the whole, the whole thing to do with the Riga um, antennas that they put up, the Soviets put up, we were putting up the, the woodpecker technology, and uh, and so on and so on. And in America too, they were doing the same thing, actually because they shared the secrets, because every year I say, wonder why would, if you were such enemies with your enemy over there, uh, why would you send um, all your top scientists across there every year for international science meetings, especially when they kept saying that those with the best science would win this Cold War? Made no sense to me. And then I knew, well, they're all in it together. They're sharing their data. And, and that's what really was happening. The Cold War was literally uh, the, the excuse to tax the people into research and to find all the technology that's now being used against you today. And again, the Rees Commission in the 1950s talked about blending the Soviet system with that of the West. That was a job of the big foundations that came out in official inquiry that was, that was signed off by the Congress. So we're experiencing it now. Now, in the 1985 uh, series from CNN on all of this experimentation of microwave radiation and different kinds of pulsating radiation, magnetic radiation, and so on. It says this, it says, um, and Delgado, he's talking to, Del, the interview is talking to Delgado, who was involved in MK Ultra. he worked for the Pentagon, he did work with the FBI and CIA, he was, he's the guy who famously put in the implant in the bull's head, had it charge him, and then switched on his little remote and had the thing stop in its tracks. And this is what he says here. Because he was a real fanatic into this area of controlling human populations and mind control. Uh, Delgado says, by connecting a radio antenna to electrodes inserted into the bull's brain, Delgado proved the animal's aggressive impulses could be thwarted by electronically manipulating the bull's muscle reflexes. And then Delgado says here, replied, this is on the, the, the this is the, the text from the actual uh, show It says, do you realize the fantastic possibilities if from the outside we could modify the inside? Could we give messages to the inside, that's the inside the brain? But the beauty is that now we are not using electrodes. They already had the techniques back then, and I've gone through uh, the Corbin helmet that was used in Canadian universities here in psychology experiments, and they can actually stroke the brain with uh, very low-level magnetic pulses. You see, your electric pulses in the body don't work on high uh, ele- electricity, high voltage or high amperage. It's tiny, it's, tiny, it's minute. And, it's, and when you get the right frequencies and it's minute enough, you can actually affect the way the brain works. And they could—they found out they could stimulate, and I've got that in the archive section too, uh, they could stimulate um, the feelings and experiences you'd have uh, From LSD, for instance, you'd have the same kind of trip, and uh, it was done by stroking the brain. And isn't that interesting? It ties in uh, with uh, the article I read about a year ago where Google was talking about their experimental departments working on a helmet that stroked the brain. They could literally read your brain for you personally, find out how you reacted to games, just to get the children involved, of course, and it's so innocent, too. The parents don't get involved. That's just the children playing. Meanwhile, their brains are being mapped And then the thing adapts to the brain of that child. We can also conversely uh, start manipulating parts of those the brain where it knows uh, where it knows things will certainly happen, and manipulate the behavior of that child. Don't forget, a two-way street here. Don't forget that for a minute. And at the same time, they also talked about there's another department on Google was working on, or was Microsoft working on uh, one that didn't need a helmet. They would build the antenna basically into the frame of the, of the screen of the computer, and that would be able to hit you from a, quite a few feet away, maybe across the room for all I know, and same technology. So it's out there, folks. And remember, as I keep telling you, the computer is put out there by the military-industrial complex. It's an essential, if not the key, the key essential to this whole, what we now call, the New World Order. It's essential. You couldn't get this whole world under surveillance and everything else without it. But this article goes on to say, In recent years, Delgado, this is back in the 80s, had shown that the behavior of monkeys can be altered using low-power pulsing magnetic fields. But in these experiments, there were no antenna implants. Delgado says, Any function the brain, emotions, intellect, personality, could we perhaps modify by this non-invasive technology? Delgado's research has so far been limited to animals. That's not true, because they always give you this guff when they give something out to the public, as I did with Pavlov. As I say, this link up tonight, have a look at Pavlov's children and see what you think of that. Because I said about the same thing about him for 70 years. Oh, he just experimented on animals, you know. Anyway, it says in the Soviet Union, a radio frequency or RF device has been used for over 30 years to manipulate the moods of mental patients. It's called a LIDA machine. It radiates pulses of radio frequency energy as well as light, sound and heat. The pulse rate is in the extremely low frequency range between 0 and 100 pulses per second. Dr. Ross Edie is a top researcher at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Loma Linda, California. He's been investigating the effects of the LIDA machine there on, on the ex-vets, right? That's what, what they do. They use these, these, uh, vets at hospitals for practicing and, and experimenting on. Says here, now what do the Soviets use the machine for? And Adi says, well, they don't use it anymore. We should be very clear that this is a machine that's regarded by them as somewhat obsolete technologically. Isn't that amazing, eh? It made the children very placid, you see. They didn't give them amphetamine like they do here. If, if they're a bit active, like boys always are, they used the machines on them. It says, this scientist who did not want his identity revealed is employed by the U.S. government, has done and has done secret RF weapons research. He believes that tests done with the similar and similar machines prove that humans are susceptible to remote alterations of mood and awareness. The same stuff that Brzezinski was talking about that could be used across whole continents. Remember that. Always remember. Next goes on to actor as a scientist. And again, it's a CNN uh, series that they had on in, in the 80s on television. Certain kinds of weak electromagnetic signals work exactly like drugs. And so the promise is that anything you can do with drugs, you could do with the right electromagnetic signal. And that's been rehashed and brought out recently again. Apparently there are specific sites involved, specific functions involved. It's a matter of matching them up, just like it is with a pill or a drug, to cause an effect. You could have a cause and effect relationship between a magnetic field and a biological function. Of course they can, because they're already doing it with the brain. So it's, it's quite interesting too. It says, uh, CNN en- enlisted the help of noted physicist Dr. Elizabeth Rocher, and electrical engineer Bill Van Bys to build and test an RF mind interference machine from data found in Soviet scientific literature. The machine itself was inexpensive and easy to construct using parts from a consumer's electronic store. That was Radio Shack at the time. It's interesting they've changed in Canada. You can't buy the parts anymore. It emits a weak electric signal field pulsed at extremely low frequency. As a subject to the test, I was blindfolded and my ears were blocked to prevent inadvertent clues as to what was happening. A magnetic probe was placed about 18 inches from my head. As the experiment began... Two signal generators produced waveform patterns that were transmitted by the magnetic probe at about one thousandth of the Earth's magnetic field strength. And then they, they go through the experiment describing anything that you see and feel and so on. And the control room of Van varied the waveform is being generated. In another room I could see waveforms changing shape in my mind. So as they changed this in the, on the machine, on the oscilloscope, he would actually see the same thing in his in his head, in his head, folks. And you think this whole idea of interfacing your brain so you can watch your beautiful games and be in the game in your head is kind of sci-fi now, this old stuff. So it says a parabola just went by. And uh, that's what they call it when you, these images appear in your head. And it goes through the whole test here. and so This is the script from, this is the text from the actual uh, show that they put on for the general population. But they can also create different kinds of visual disturbances and so on, and it was also going to be used as weaponry for fighter against fighter pilots and so on and yada 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 yada, yada. which has all been done a long time ago, long time ago. But if you wonder why folk are kind of dumb and stupid and and into, they're actually they're perpetual children now. Really, it doesn't matter about their age. Well, maybe maybe you're starting to catch on what's going on. It's interesting to me too that the broadband that they're really putting across Britain at very powerful rates too, even beyond Switzerland and other countries, is, uh, is to be expanded further and further so no one can escape this particular, these particular frequencies that are pervasive all over the place there. And they want to do it elsewhere as well. Quite something. Quite something. But, uh, <laughs> As I say, the public will never catch on because, you see, the media will will never tell them, oh, be very, very scared of this, folks, like they do with so many other things, impending gloom and doom and, oh, global warming is going to kill you and all the movies that turn out. That's them telling you to be very, very afraid, but the other things that are going on, no, 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 it's fine, it's good, it's so convenient, blasting your temporal lobe with a cell phone and so on. That's how the real world really does work. And many of the articles that I get across here, as I say, the trivia that they throw out to the public, it reminds me of seed that you take out of a bag and throw at the chickens. That's all we get at this level, is chicken feed. And it's distractions, irrelevances, and so on. Because it's always after the facts in any particular area. unless you are promoting some new thing with Lady Gaga how she ate a heart to get rid of her aunt's possession in her own body, of the aunt's spirit, apparently, and tell you that she believes in God and all that rubbish. doesn't tell you what God it was, of course. However, we're fed trivia at this level, absolute trivia. But here's an article here. It's quite safe to tell the public this now, because nobody cares, you see. After the fact, no one cares. It's the same thing when they tell you, oh, 30 years ago we tried this on your own troops. Or we tried, we tested this stuff and sprayed an area, uh, like, um, S- Saskatoon, uh, with this, this particular viral stuff to see what would happen to the public. But later on, folk don't care. Well, it wasn't me it happened to. I'm okay, you know. Defector admits to weapons of mass destruction lies that triggered the Iraq war. What rubbish. He didn't trigger the Iraq war. And it says a man who was codenamed Curveball invented tales of bioweapons. So this guy's been told to take the can for it. He's been well paid, obviously. This is Rafid Ahmed Alwan Al uh, Janabi. He says, I I had the chance to fabricate something. The fact who convinced the White House, he convinced the White House. They already had the plans made up 10 years before. That's what I hate reading this rubbish for. They're trying to say here uh, that uh, this guy told them that Iraq had a secret biological weapons program. Even though, of course, all the weapons inspectors have been going on for years saying it had all been dismantled. And this is rubbish to putting out for, for, for the public to believe that one guy misled the whole White House and all the staff. So I won't, I won't bother reading it, but you can read it if you do want to. But it just shows you, you can't believe a darn thing they put out there for you. Not a darn thing. Because the whole article is it's a whitewash. It's rubbish. Rubbish. They've already done interviews with people who were involved in the White House who admitted that, that they were told at the top, we only want to hear the stuff that helps our case. We don't want to hear stuff that's negative to the case for war. Well, what does that mean, eh? I'm surprised there's not a hundred people came forward for the cash and said, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw them myself, all this weapons everywhere, mass destruction. And through this wonderful World Trade Organization that was set up with nobody's consent, for the IMF, the World Bank, and the United Nations, they gave us China as the main manufacturer of the world, and we financed it up to be so. We've paid for their factories and everything. We paid for your own factories, leaving your own chores to go over there and get reset up. We paid for their losses for 10 years until they say they start making profits. We're awfully good to big business. China enters Europe through Poland. Amazing now, eh? So then the Poles can't get work. So the Chinese company, Govec, currently constructing the Polish motorways might not be distorting the market, as its competitors claim. Polish firms have expressed concern over the low prices that China-based construction firm Kovic offered in its winning bid to build sections of a motorway. But not everyone sees the prices as being so far out of line, and some sources even say the Chinese bid may bring the market back to normality. For its part, the European Commission can find no cause for action under the current guidelines. They're hamstrung by the EU guidelines, the super-sovietized Parliament of Europe. And as I say, that it's going to give the people there no work at all. They're bringing them in from China and putting them up in big camps. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't globalism just wonderful? And what's it? Each, each country's telling you, all your top ministers, as you say in Britain, and politicians and congressmen in, in the U.S., globalism is going to bring equality across the world. Really? Well, how far are we, are we supposed to plummet? Well, guess what? You better hang on to your hat because you're going to lose it on the way down. And everything else, I should, I might add to that. Australia, that's totally socialist now, has gone even further with uh, giving teachers. See, anybody who works for the government now even gets a salary from the government or even partially through the government is now basically working for the government. Kind of like Canada. I think, I can't remember how many, one in four at one point in the 80s, uh, worked for the government at the time. I think it's going to weigh up, or get gets a ways to check from the government. That's way beyond that now. Teachers may be able to search the parents' cars. It's not just a, see, step by step. This change would give principals and teachers powers usually reserved for the police. That was an ABC TV News. It says school principals and teachers in Victoria may be given the power to search parents' cars if the state government changes school safety laws. The government says it's part of a crackdown on weapons in schools, but parents, civil libertarians and principals are warning against the proposed laws. The change would give principal powers usually reserved for police to the teachers. Education Minister Martin Dixon says change to the school's safety laws will ensure principals and teachers have the authority to maintain order and safety. If, for example, a parent's car was being used for an excursion, and a principal had a reasonable belief there might be a hidden weapon or a dangerous item in the car that would be put that would put the students in the car in danger. Then the principal has got the right, therefore, and the backup to search that car uh, for that weapon. He said. The idea was not received very well by talk by callers in Melbourne ABC Radio today. And then they go through what the callers said about it, which you can imagine what they did say. But it won't matter because you see the total communistic socialised equality society is on a roll back with more after this break folks. We're back, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix. I've talked before about how they're selling off parts of Britain and so on and different parts of Europe, and that's the whole idea, privatization for big corporations for the new feudal state and system, as um, we find from Carl Quigley and others, as we talked about a new feudal society where feudalism rules and the new CEOs of big corporations will be the feudal overlords, and that's what we have. Here's Greece here where they want to sell off the state's assets. And I guess that means all, that's the Parthenon and everything, I guess, is up for sale, you see. And who's telling them to do this? Well, it's the International Monetary Fund, this big uh, strange organization that works with the World Bank, with the big international money lenders behind it. That's who comprise it. And it says Papandreou's office said Saturday he's personally complained to International Monetary Fund Director Dominique Strauss, or Strauss-Kahn, over the unacceptable behavior of European Union that's the big new Soviet, the International Monetary Fund, and the European Central Bank, experts monitoring Greeks, uh, Greece's economic uh, reforms. He also called the EU Economic Affairs Commissioner Olli Rehn. the Prime Minister's office said, and it's, by planning. it's reportedly planning similar protests to European Commission President José Manuel Barroso and the ECB uh, President Jean-Claude Trichet, or Trichet, or Trichet, who knows what it's pronounced. Anyway, it says here, um, they were told to start selling state assets and speed up reforms to keep its tortuous recovery on track. Recovery, they'll never get out of this debt. Neither will any other country, by the way, not with compound interest. It's not meant to, it's meant to control you all and own you all. That's what it's all about. And it says, it's it's well known that there's a huge potential for privatization, the European Commission representative Servas de told a news conference. A comprehensive plan through 2015 will be finalized, aiming at proceeds of 50 billion euros between 2011 and 2015, he said. Out of that a total to be used for debt reduction, 15 billion euros, uh, which is American 20.32 billion dollars, is to come in the next two years, the EU officials said. The behaviour of the European Union, the International Monetary Fund, and European Central Bank reps. Central banks, that's a big part of this, isn't it? The centralised banking system, the big cabal that runs the world, eh? Says it was unacceptable. Government spokesman George Petalotos said in an earlier statement. We asked them to help us and are fully meeting our obligations, but we did not ask anybody to meddle in the internal matters of the country, he said. Well, now they're getting taught that they're getting meddled with or not. The big boys want their their swag, their pound of flesh, you see. Greek newspapers and opposition parties were equally scathing, but many also took a swipe at the ruling socialists for bargaining with the EU, the IMF, and the ECB, the Troika supervising Greece's recovery from near bankruptcy, and sure enough, they've been socialists for years. See, in socialism, you've got to have a massive welfare state, You understand, to create the debt in the first place. That's why the bankers want it. That's why they push nothing but socialism. You've got to always be a massive welfare state there. And then you bring in the, the world equality stuff. So not only are you feeding your own people that you can't find work for, because you made sure your factories and work's all gone elsewhere, you've got to feed the rest of the world, so go down into this big global plantation. Back to the feudal system, eh? It never left us in reality. I heard, too, the Prime Minister of Britain... Under his austerity plan, when he was announcing it there, he had his £200,000 at Jaguar outside. Just to show you how to be austere. Not that anyone is really bothered about it. You know, there's too much on the telly, isn't there? From Hamish, myself, to Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me, your God, or your gods go with you.